Hello, and welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast. I'm Sol, and while Wagland is going to have Wagland have a good time. I <laughs> am <laughs> <laughs> Mark, and that was my favourite one, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm Dan. <laughs> can't, can't do it now, can you? He's <laughs> just going to have a swiggy drink instead. Carry on. Okay, so well, Wagland Brethren. We are a gaming podcast going by the name of Pixel Hunt Podcast, which is a podcast. And what we like to do here is podcast. deep dive, sometimes skim, and analyze games one system and one letter at a time. We work from A to Z, doing the legwork that you buggers won't. Starting at A, ending in Z. When we'll be dead, we're on to World One, stage twenty-three, letter W, and what that means to you, lovely listeners, is we've been playing a little game called Wagonland, so you don't have to. But before we get into all of that deep dive and analyze business, all right, boys, what's (laughs) you been up to? I've been putting up Christmas lights. Oh, Where? Nice. On the house. Oh, not inside yourself? No, I've not been inserting Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a bright idea. I've been putting them up on the oh. house. <laughs> so, tested them, turned them on, made sure they're all working before I put them up. Fine, they're all working. Put them up, switch them on, not all working. What's happened? Well... One of them's Brock, on it? So I've got to take them down again and start looking at them, get my soldering iron out, <laughs> soldered these lights back together, put them back up, and they work. What a faff that was. Fuck Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it in its stupid ass. Fuck it in its holly ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's been my fun fun bit the only bit of fun i've had in lockdown still um, no games no just this wagonland wagyanland i thought it was a y i thought it was a wagyanland i've seen but... i've seen it i've seen it every like described both to, to same both of them sometime on the internet i thought it was wagyan as well apparently it's a misromanization of the kanji but never mind ah, um, okay so um, you lie, you lie, Daniel. I'm telling you now, you and all the listeners, you lie. All right, whatever. You've been playing Among Us. Via oh the yes, Discord. I have been playing Among Us. See, I forget. It's been, it's been a laugh. Although how much of that was due to a bottle of wine, uh, a couple of gins, uh, some beers? I don't know. But right, I've initiated. Now. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Um, I know everyone's playing this, but I've no idea what it is. So, so educate me. Okay. Thus, also educating our listener. Okay. So, it's a kind of game that I typically don't like. like Good game online. No, no, just like one of these. But basically, a game that everyone else seems to be getting into. Popular. All right. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of a club that'll have me. No, you want to be a hipster. Yeah, and uh, you are on a spaceship. And you've got jobs to do to make the spaceship run properly. But 
someone within that group of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, however big your party is, it's his job to cause chaos and uh, break things and kill people. Ah, this is uh, what happens accidentally in our house when we play Overcooked and all of us are trying to do the job properly and all Ace, my youngest, does is just go around fucking everything up. I was going to say, is it always Ace? It's always Ace. In in Among Us, it does change who Um, who is the saboteur, the imposter. There's an imposter uh, in your crew. And it's it's their job to either kill you well, I think it is just to kill you because you can sabotage the oxygen supply. You can go out and kill everyone. And um, if, can they see what you're doing? Do they know no. who you are? Ah, right. No, because you can fake you can fake do tasks as well. So you can just be running and stood by some machinery, and everyone goes, "Ah, oh, he's just doing the task, whatever." But and then when that room empties, he just pulls your head off, <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> grabs you, and physically pulls your head off. Oh, or, okay. um, or stabs you through the head with like some kind of skewer. Uh, yeah. But I think I'm liking this. Is, is when you suspect somebody, you go back to the cafeteria where you all start, hit a button, you have a meeting, and you've got a limited time to quickly discuss about who you think it is or, or what. Or also if you come across a dead body, which is just looks like a, a limb with a bone sticking out of it on the floor that shows someone's been murdered, you quickly report that death, and then you have that meeting again. So it, it's basically ultimate one night a werewolf, if you've ever played that. Yeah, uh, or any social deduction game. Yeah, any social deduction hidden werewolf game. But the and idea. It's a I was just, just going to yeah, say, you, you've, you've missed out the voting. So you go and have a meeting and you talk about it, discuss who you think is the imposter, and then yeah. you can vote them out. There's enough people vote someone out, and you'll see the conversation. Someone will go, Red is sus. It's Red suspect, <laughs> they're sus. And then the person who's Red, who's. Might might on the might not be an no. imposter. He's going no. I'm 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 just doing my jobs. And then someone else is going red. Okay, let's vote him out. And then he's going no, it's not. It's not me. And you can see <laughs> someone like just desperately trying to get other people to back off. And then and what it does then it cuts to a lovely cutscene of you've been ejected into space. So this body just floats across the screen and it goes beep 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 beep. Mark beep 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 was not the imposter and everyone oh no <laughs> but then you're dead and you're a ghost and then you can still do your tasks so you can still win uh, collectively okay. but you can't participate in voting you can't you, you just like a uh, looking in from the outside at that point very much like a ghost would but it's a laugh and i streamed it on, streamed it on my twitch channel uh obviously when it's on twitch you can cheat by watching my screen because it'll show if I'm an imposter or not. Ah, so you've I got see. to trust that Daniel in this case would shut the Twitch browser down, which he well he said it did. What, what format were you playing it on or is it cross format? Does it it's matter? Format. Here's the thing. So it's, at the minute, at the time of recording, probably not, but it was three pound nineteen pence on Steam. But if you want to play it on tablets and mobiles, Android, iOS, whatever, it's free. It's free, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And you can you can join games that are being played by PC players either. So it's not it's not like you're um, beholden to one particular ecosystem. You cross can platform. cross you platform just with code. everything. Yeah. So when and, you're in when you're in the starting space, you just go send some. And is it on Switch? Oh, good question. Know, I would imagine so. I think it's everywhere else. But then again, this is Nintendo. They might just go no. Um. Have a look. But yeah, it was fun the other night, and I don't know whether it was because I had, I was just 
chewing through every alcohol I could find in the house because we didn't really have anything. I'd half, I had half a leftover bottle of wine. Then I started a new bottle of wine. Then I had some rum and ginger beer. Then uh, a couple of whiskeys. The next morning, I, I had quite the headache. That aside, though, if, you, if you've got, let's say, let's say 10 of you on Discord in your own private room, all on the same voice chat, it's it's certainly got its place. Uh, me and Tronads, uh, one of the arcade club lot, ten pence uh, arcade contributor to the to that podcast. We went on the other night, and it and it was all right. But you need more. I think once you know it plays, you need more of you then to get more of a social thing because it's the social side of it. Yeah, and you, can't just play you, you can't just play it. You can't just play it on Wi-Fi in a local, yeah, in you a can local play, network. Yeah, you so can you can all it. sit in the same house and play it. <laughs> well, that's why I was asking the question about the switches. Yeah, it's when not we on got, the switch. When we go away again, mind the, they'll have their iPads, I guess. When we go away again, uh, they, we can all play it then, can't we? Hmm. Yes, that is purchased. Um, but yeah, just a, for any of the listeners, if they want to jump in Discord and just pause a game or something, there's always one of us uh, knocking about. We we can jump on and have a laugh. Not necessarily um, among us. I don't know. So you you definitely switched from Dan to you then because of your mutual mongers. Um, so what else have you been up to then other than that? So still fighting to get on my PlayStation Five. <laughs> still. So, yeah. So I played a bit of Demon Souls. I've got. Um, on the first, I've not finished the first level off, but you know where you go. You've no, played, you've, you've never played Demon Souls. No, it is the oh. only one I have not played to death. Um, right. So yeah, so it's I'm going in. Well, it'll be dry. like playing a new, a new Blood Souls game. The Monty. Yes, for I'm very excited to it play looks it. Absolutely gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, um, and it's not. I've got it for the PlayStation Three. I got it when it came out on the PlayStation Three. For some reason, I didn't bounce off it out of hatred. I just didn't, didn't get to. I just got probably bought something else. And then I mm. recently went back to play on PlayStation Three, but my pads bust. So if if you if you get the pad in both hands and twist it, it it fires one of the buttons off. So every oh now and God. again, it just fires his wand off and uses magic. And if there's any any game that you don't want random actions to encourage no. in your combat, it's, a, it's a Blood Souls demon born game. So so when I saw the remastered this, I thought, right, PlayStation 5's coming. That's top of the list. I just need to find more time to just bed in on it. But, but yeah, it took a while for them for me to like those games because I'd never heard of Demon Souls. You told me to play Dark Souls a long time ago, and you described it as it's just rock hard. It's really good. Imagine like Ghosts and Goblins, but in three D. One whack and your armor's gone. Next whack and you're dead. And that was your description of it. And I started playing it, and I thought this controls like a sack of shit. I hate it. Why does everyone rave about it? And it was Bloodborne that was the gateway drug. So I played Bloodborne, and then shortly after I played it, Dark Souls 3 came out, which then transitions you. It's halfway between Bloodborne and Dark Souls, and then when you move from Dark Souls 3 into Dark Souls, it's like a natural transition. So, the, so the, But Demon Souls looks pretty punchy. It looks pretty quick. But also, from the screenshots I've seen, now obviously I'm spoiled because I played Dark Souls 3 on a PC, and I was already playing it at 4K, and I was already playing it at 60 frames a second. Does Demon Souls look that different to Dark Souls 3? Not to me, but maybe it will when I play it. Who knows? Maybe. 
Well, when we're when we're not in lockdown and you can we can all come round. When we're, when we're out of tier seven or whatever the bloody hell. Well, literally, as soon, as soon as I can get a PlayStation, I'm, I'm having it. So that's the long and short oh, yeah. of it. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it, literally, as, so, as soon as the PlayStation is available, I will be I'll be picking it up. The only reason I haven't picked the game up early is because they want seventy quid for it, and I figured what they'll probably do by the time. By the time this initial rush has run run over of PlayStations, they're just gonna they're gonna start bundling it with a game, and that's the obvious game because um, there's gonna be that many of them in the pre-owned bits of absolutely everywhere because parents will have got the kids it for Christmas, not it's knowing. Too hard. It's too hard. Yeah, they're not gonna be able to get anywhere. That you know that seventy quid game is gonna be in a bargain bin somewhere. One good thing that they've done though is they've they've give you in air quotes. I don't know what they've called it, like the best of ps plus now or whatever so you've got a lot of the classic playstation 4 games which i certainly despite having a playstation 4 for the last five or six years or something didn't get to i think i've never got around to god of war i've got Resident evil 7 up, up on my shelf here in the cellophane i've got persona 5 up here on the cellophane they've got um is the what's the horror game as well that's on there um after until dawn. Oh, until dawn. Yeah. Until dawn's on there. Um, Last of Us. Days Gone's on there as well, isn't it? Days Gone. Yeah. So they've got. So even just by buying, let's say, Miles Morales, Demon Souls, and all that, that should keep going for six months. You'd have thought. It should keep going for six months if you haven't played, played all already, that, of course. Which is obviously a lot. PlayStation players like me have. <laughs> so, so what about the uh, films? I've started watching The Crown, and I'm not sure I why. I think because I want to get to the 80s. I want to see Gillian Anderson, which is going to be a tough wank. As nah. Thatcher. She's very good, you know. She Kelly's been now, watching The Crown, and she's just watched she that exceptionally season. Good, isn't she? She's very, yeah. very good, yeah. Um, See, I, I didn't. I've not done what you've done. I've just jumped straight into this season because I started watching The Crown ages ago. Thought it was shit, and then I've just moved straight into eighties one, and I quite like it. Well, what I'm not doing is what I'm. Well, what I'm enjoying is watching everyone get really upset that it could possibly be perceived as fact, <laughs> and everyone's yeah. in absolute uproar. Going, they need to put a disclaimer on the front of this. It's not. It's not. It it's it's not fact. It's fictional. It's not true. Mm. It's not it's not it's not historically accurate. It's like well, of course it isn't. People weren't in the room with these two people all the Whether time. There's some artistic license in these things. Get a grip. If they were going for historical accuracy, they'd have brought in how Jimmy Savile were giving boys to Lord Mountbatten, wouldn't they? They've not touched on that. <laughs> That is a very good point for Squadcast, at least for my end, to start distorting your voice, Mark. Because <laughs> all I got was a very good point for Jimmy Savile to... I'm being auto-censored by the internet. Yeah, the internet. The, the royal Jimmy family. Are, ghost is after yeah, you. royal family are censoring me now. Yeah. But that... that I've, 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 whilst it, it's just a, a lovely looking uh, thing, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm no big royalist, but I find it quite interesting, even if it is a fictionalized version of the truth. I do find it quite interesting. It's you quite easy what? viewing as well, isn't it? See, it's like it's either, it's Sunday, so it's either that or highway. Yeah, well, With Harry Seacum. The highway, highway can take you the well, highway. You can watch. You could watch literally anything. <clears throat> Kelly's been watching it, and then there was something on telly the other night about 
the Royals at Christmas. And I was like, why are people so obsessed with these goddamn Germans? I don't understand <laughs> what's so special about these people. So they don't run our country. They don't. I don't care what they say. It's, it's our government that run the country. And she's that just is. a... She's just a... I she's don't a care about state. them. Yeah, but, so, but I, I can't, people are so, can't, off, so emotionally really attached is. to them. Like a, yeah, but they bring in so much revenue. Without them, we'd have no tourism. Well, really, because there's a million other countries that seem to do all right, that don't have a royal family. And I tell you what, I bet if you turn Buckingham Palace into a super casino, it'd make more money than they make. So, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, pipe and smoke it. But, no, <laughs> Kelly's like, oh, yeah, look yeah. at them going. I'm like, there's just... Oh, look, she's pregnant. Woman is pregnant. Brilliant. Yeah. It's, Who gives it's a shit? A, no, nobody. But it's, <laughs> it was showing people stood outside Buckingham Palace on Christmas Day. Sorry, outside, wherever they go. Uh, Sandrium? No? Wherever they go. No, on yeah. their Christmas Day, to see this other family having their Christmas Day and just watching them walk past, and I'm like, God. Weird. Weird. What have I played and watched? Oh, <laughs> On the PlayStation, we're back to that because um, you mentioned the back catalogue and Riley has been firing through the back catalogue of all the PlayStation 4 games ahead of the PlayStation 5 coming. So I've been sort of playing them with him or helping diving in and out of him. So um, he finished Spider-Man, which I dipped in and out of but not really played, which were really good. He finished Horizon. He finished um, Monster Hunter World. And he is now three quarters of the way through Last of Us 1. Um, and it, it was it's cool watching somebody who's not played Last of Us play Last of Us. And he was just like, this is just the best game ever. And they were like, why? And he went, I don't know. He went, because it's not. He said, you know, there's gameplay bits in it that are annoying and stuff like that. He went, but there's just something about it. Why is it so good? And I were like... I don't know, but I feel exactly the same way. It has got lots of faults, but for some reason, it's just cool. So um, it's, it's really interesting him watching somebody else play it, you know, as a totally different play style to the way that I play it. He, he never shoots a gun. He literally beats them all up, every single one of everything. He's either shiving the, the clickers or he's beating at Emma with his hands. And he's never behind cover and popping out and taking shots, really rarely. And That's watching his... Because yeah, I'm always so, so sparse in it, so you can't answer, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, well, um, I, I, I set traps or snuck past them or didn't kill them at all. Or, or I, I did I, more of that. Yeah, I played it really, really, really stealthily. That's, so it's, it's that's just, your technique for a lot of games. Just run past them. Just, yeah, just run past them. Just get past them. Don't play the but, game. Uh, just... just get past them. So, so yeah, that's been that's been good to see. So I haven't done a great deal of gaming myself because I've been watching him play that. I did get, and this is quite cool, um, I mentioned a, a couple of eps ago when I first started playing Valhalla that in it there's a dice game that's similar to King of Tokyo called Orlog. And I thought, God, it'd be really good if they brought that out, which they haven't done. But I went on Etsy and a guy's hand making it out of wood. <laughs> so I bought it off Etsy and it's fucking brilliant. So uh, so I've, I have got Orlog, the physical game, and it's... Copyright it's, issues. <laughs> but it's, it is better playing it against a real person, obviously, than against the computer. Because the, the thing with Valhalla is you're playing it against some NPC, whereas now we've got it at home, we can play it against each other. But it's a really good dice game. Now... 
I've seen some stuff. Um, I've what? I've, <laughs> what are you? Uh, this I've is Blade Runner. I've, I've seen watched, things. I've seen things. I've watched up to episode five now of Mandalorian. Oh, for the second season. Two. Yes. Not, um, not to that yet because and. It's not a Western anymore. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it takes a, a slightly different turn in this season and a turn for the sci-fi better, I think. So it was good already, but I think it's just every episode, it just seems to get better and better and better and better. I want to pick um, that back up because we've, I got excited and started watching episode one, which is about an hour long, isn't it? And the rest mm, of them aren't. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, at the end of that, episode one i was like is that what i think it is and i think it is who i think it is um so i want to carry on watching it but we've had all sorts of other things to watch i'm not i'm not spoiling anything there sullivan I, uh, it's quite funny because the reason that i ended up watching it was because jen had said i want to watch something brain fudge so i thought she'll probably like those new spider-man films because she's not seen them so i bought disney plus the only fucking marvel thing <laughs> that isn't on disney plus is those two spider-man films yeah, because it's sunny. Uh, although, so, although, hold on to your Disney Plus subscription because coming out of the other side into the new year, you've got One Division, you've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you've got Loki coming. Well, basically, what um, what she'd said when she clocked all the stuff that was on it was, it's worth having this for a month over Christmas because it's full of cheese, Christmas cheese stuff. It's Disney's best thing. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's all, and so, all right then. Christmas twenty yeah. fifth. That's Christmas Day. Yeah. The new Pixar okay. films going direct to it. Ah, so, okay. Right. So okay, about cool. a, a jazz player who is going to heaven or going to right. the, towards the light and he refuses yeah. and jumps off the escalator and then he's trapped as a soul and he has to work it Ooh. work it all out. That's worth checking out. <laughs> nice. And then there's one film I watched which I highly recommend. It was on Amazon Prime. It's got Nicolas Cage in it. It's a... Uh, uh, Modern retelling of a Lovecraft uh, short story, and it is Colour Out of Space. I talked and about this. I talked about this about five, real. six episodes ago, maybe Did more. Did yeah, Yeah, and you it. said you needed to watch it because at yes. points, it points, it gets proper, it gets really... Nicholas Cage, doesn't he? He gets really yeah. <laughs> with his yeah, acting. He goes, and, uh, he goes full Nick Cage, it's brilliant. We turned it off. Did you? Yeah. yeah. We loved it. Um, what happened? Maybe someone knocked at the door and we just stopped. We just loved, 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 loved it. Harked back to the old Brian Yuzner, Stuart Gordon, um, 80s horror films, body shock horror films, um, reanimator from beyond society. It, it had the kind of that kind of vibe to it, but just a more mod scene through a more modern lens. Really, really well made. And yeah, Nicolas Cage goes full Nicolas Cage in it, and I'm all for that. But, so that that's that's me anyway. Right then, what we've been playing? Let's see. This is the game. The game that we've been playing. We have been playing Waganland, or sometimes on the internet, Wagyanland. Who knows what to believe? I'd say the Japanese word if I could read Japanese. Or... It's probably Wagyan. Do, do you want to know how, they, do you know how it's pronounced? Because I, I, took, I took it from, um, from Wikipedia. I took the Japanese text and put it to a translator and hit speak. Wagyanrando. 
So it is oh. Wagyan. Wagyan. Developed and published by Namco, those super groovy dudes who did Pac-Man, Galaxian, Gallagher, Ridge Racer, all those famous stuff, yeah? It was originally released in Japan February the 9th, 1989, and there it stayed. No North American release, no PAL release, just consumed by the Japanese only. It is a side-scrolling platformer where you control the titular Wagan, which is like a little mechanical dinosaur, and he can stun enemies using sound waves that he emits from his mouth, like noises like wah, and gah. Now, the wahs and the gahs, is he crying or is he angry? Is he going wah, gah? Or is he like Bruce Lee going wah, gah? Because obviously the sound design's not good enough for me to know what's your personal opinion and why. Does he make I, a noise when you, when you do it? Yeah. It just, goes, goes, just goes bloop, yeah. yeah. I think they are um, ever-increasing levels of anger. Like okay. Kung Fu-y type. Wah! Gah! Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, a mad scientist called Dr. Devil is trying to take over Wah-Gan. Wagan land, mm. and uh, this little fellow wants to protect his home. So you're presented with a map, very much like Super Mario Brothers Three or Bloodier Land or Super Mario World, where you start off. You can't move though on the map. No, you can't move around the map, but you can make decisions <laughs> within the yeah, levels as to which path you want to take. Yes. Yes. That so, map looks nice, doesn't it? It yeah. did look nice. It is very reminiscent of the uh, Super Mario map on the SNES, I thought. Yes. Super Mario Bros. The, the 3. The first yeah. one, yeah. Super yeah. Mario no. Bros. 4. 3? World. It looks more like World. Super Mario, colored. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Super Mar- but it, it looks pre- like the, map, the first the- bit of the map from Super Mario World. Because there were maps on Mario Bros. 3 where you could choose yes. to go like deserts yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But this looks more like Super Mario World. Like you said, yes. that predates it by, what, six, seven years? Yeah, by a long no, time. six, and, seven years, 89. And, oh, 89, map, I thought it was 87. Uh, uh, that map's really, really pretty. And then rest of the game looks like Spectrum yeah. game. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> so, little old uh, mechanical dinosaur Wagan, Wagan makes his way through these levels. It comes across enemies, toadstools, fish, insects, balls, umbrellas, walking sticks, chuffing all sorts. Uh, these are stunned temporarily with your sound waves, and then mm-hmm. you can also use them as uh, as blocks to reach higher places could stand on them momentarily until they become unfrozen and then they harm you you don't have an energy bar one hit death so it's proper old school in that regard and along well, the way you collect small versions of yourself which are called wagonizers apparently <laughs> i like them all now <laughs> and they make your sound waves progressively bigger and they have a different they, they travel further and they can travel through multiple enemies the larger they are. And they stun people for longer. Yeah, stun people for longer. If you collect four of those wagonizers, you become invincible. Yeah, it goes and turbo. You, you go turbo, turbo turkey, turbulent. Turbo and beat. you just knock everything off the screen. And But once that wears off, you're then back down to a tiny wah. 
which is so that it's not always a benefit to go invincible, even mm. though you might think it is. And that's the levels in a nutshell. That is about it. Oh, oh the boss, the bosses. There is a boss at the end, and it's not a traditional boss that you just shoot your white or gas at. It's uh, you sit down and play a little party game, which is one of two party games. It's either um, a match two type card game. That's called concentration. Yeah. Mm. Or it's a word chaining game where you look at, say, you pick a pig and you've then got to find the next picture that starts with G. G. Whatever the letter ends on, you yeah. have to start with Now, that obviously, this only, this only had a Japanese release. So for us to get the most out of this, we had to find a translated hack of it. Mine was just translated. Yeah, mine was. Yeah, I didn't have to find one. It just was. Oh, well, I assume that that's... <laughs> I that imagine is. someone's translated it. Yeah. Someone must have done. Somebody must have translated So we all probably got the ROM from the same place. I streamed it. Oh, there you go. And you progress through, I think there's 20 odd stages. And depending, like I've just previously said, depending on which path you take, sometimes coming out of the maze, you take the high road or the low road, then you go on a certain path on the map. And that's about it. Although, actually, there is hidden warps amongst these levels. So every now and again, you'll see your wah or gah be consumed by the scenery and turn into like a little spinny thing. Keep shooting at that point and it opens up a hole, which they've clearly ripped off the New Zealand story. And it oh, takes yeah. you somewhere else on the map. You have no control over it. It just springs you somewhere else. I did not know that. No, I, I, I found that out by accident. And then on a couple of levels, at which point I had no idea how I got to where I got to on the map. And I got kind of lost. <laughs> And <laughs> didn't know where we were going, um, which led to me not being able to complete it because I, I didn't know where we were going and I was taking wrong roads. The map, as lovely as it looks, it's not particularly intuitive. Yeah, it's more of an over overworld, isn't it? An overview rather than a, yeah. an actual useful map. Mm. And that, my it. lovely Pixel Hunt partners, is the game in a nutshell. Um, when you get to Dr. Demon Devil or whatever he's bloody called. You have a parlay with him and then defeat him and then the game is won. I didn't the get parlay. that far. I've had to look on YouTube for that. And you free all your fellow wagon friends. Yeah. I, there was actually one point, I could, it's quite harrowing, I came across a grave, uh, which is about as far as I got, where one of your dead wagon friends comes out and he gives you a helicopter. Are you a wagon copter? Yeah, which is just spins his head around and flies. And Never that saw might that. sound like it's easy, but you've, I think you've got to know what you're doing because it's still difficult. And that, that's it. That's Wagyan Land. There's not really much more to say apart from, interestingly, it's from Namco and it looks a shit ton like Pac-Land. I come to that very same conclusion. Obviously, it's later from Pac-Land. Packland, yeah, absolutely. It's got yeah. the one. It's got platforms that uh, are logs that spin, just like the Packland platforms. All the, got... the all the scenery is one flat color as well, with just yeah. black outlines. There's no shadowing yeah. or detail on them. It's like it's been drawn in paint and just yes. used a fill tool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you go through, you jump through that particular. There's a there's a forest stage that like Packland with stumps that you got to jump on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. But yeah. It was uh, produced by a guy called Kazumi Mizuno, who also produced... This sounds familiar. Splatterhouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He produced Ridge Racer. Well, he was a supervisor on mm. Ridge Racer and Rage Racer. And he got thanks in Tekken. And he, and he gave a bit of support in Tekken 2. So, so he's a veteran. Yeah. And that is Wagyanland. So Check what were going out. on other than that then? Let us travel back on what we like to call... So, as we said, it was released February the 9th, 1989. What was culturally happening? In the singles charts, holding on to the number one spot was the KLF with 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Never heard it. What? You're joking, you've never heard that song? Maybe that's just his terrible rendition, but don't believe so. It definitely was a terrible rendition. You should should, uh, check out the show notes and give it a visit. It's a really, really, really good song, as was, to be honest, all KMS stuff was really, really good. Well, that was from the White Album. Uh, Sorry, The White Room. White Album was a different (laughs) band who you might have heard of before, called The Beals, uh, which reached number three. And it was a consistent bestseller, was the White Room album, until the KLF, the Copyright Liberation Front, decided to delete it because they're contrary bastards. And that's what they do. Yeah, they do. Well, the weird aren't they? To burn in a million pounds and such um, contrary acts of rebellion from grown men. That was a bad rendition. I've just listened to it. I have heard it. Yeah. I know it was called that. Cheers, Sol, for ruining it. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, proper deep into Simpsons fever. And uh, Bart Simpson, or collectively the Simpsons, were at number two with Do the Batman. Do the Batman. Everybody back up on the side side. You can do the Batman. She can do the Batman. Everybody do the Batman. Or whatever. You can do it. She can do it. So can I. It wasn't me, you didn't see it, can't prove anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was a phenomenon, this this single, as well, as were just... they back then. Yeah, you said this was, the, this was their peak, really, wasn't it? It was off when Simpsons. Sing, sing the Blues. Yeah, I had that, that on cassette. Yes, and it was actually a good album, to be fair to it. It wasn't shit. Well, they've always um, been... The, the, the musical numbers in The Simpsons have always been very good, haven't they? Monorail, monorail, mm. monorail. I think this was the peak of their popularity, but I think they were funnier just after this, yeah. and then it tailed off. Yeah, yeah. when it, it started to turn more satirical, yeah. and then it went crap again, didn't it? Now it's like watching a bad family guy. Number four, Nomad, featuring MC Mikey Freedom with brackets, open bracket, I want to give you, close bracket, Devotion. I want a little bit of love and a lot of devotion. Yeah. yeah. Take it down, take it down, take it down, Mikey. Oh, Mikey. <laughs> you know, I, was, I always thought that was my street. <laughs> take it down, my street. It might, it might have been. <laughs> well, I don't know what we were, we're taking probably down more likely history. I want to give you devotion. I want to give you it's another one of those 90s tracks that's quite obviously voiced by a black woman who then gets no credit in it whatsoever. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like like ride on time and all them. Hmm. Um, what else have we got? Albums, man. What okay. the long players? Number one album with Jesus Jones with Doubt, which featured yeah. amongst other things. International Broadcasting. Yes, what else was on this? Who am I? Where am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Where am I? Number three was uh, Sting with an album called The Soul Cages. Don't remember this. No, neither did all. I at all. So what's on, what's on it? Yeah, so. Apparently had about five or six singles off this, none of which, I think that, that one of them was a titular soul cage, which he got a Grammy for. You know. But the song that we'll all remember was If I Ever Lose My Faith In You. If I ever lose, I lose my, faith my faith in you, right. there's so nothing left for me to do. So this is his um, cashing the check and uh, influencing um, I'd, I'd argue that he's cashing the check. Standing in the corner, the He's man the never whatever moment influencing them. <laughs> well, we shaggy. That's the <laughs> check right? moment. Apparently, I've never I've never listened to a lot of Sting, um, but apparently he's actually he's got, got a buzz around him. Yeah, his <laughs> his music is quite complex, quite complicated. Rick Beato, the fellow who um, has got a YouTube channel where he's takes music apart and rips it down into its pieces loves him because of how much he does within music and how complicated his timings are and, and all that jazz which as a non-muser i just go oh okay um, <laughs> I, I think it's quite easy we... to, to to lump sting into um the likes of duran duran and all that but the police were were really really good they were and touching on that dan um We've tried to cover some police songs, and it's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets a bad rap. Does does sting? Um, I just think maybe. it's 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 cool to say he's not cool. No, maybe, maybe, but so maybe there is something in it. Maybe, maybe he really does write complex music. Yeah, th- this wasn't his particular uh, high point, in my opinion. Who, who am I? Demand dem sugar. Who am I? And at number 10 was Belinda Carlisle's third album, Runaway Horses. Belinda Carlisle. Which featured Leave a Fit Light Ginger. On. Honey, leave the light on for me. I'll, I'll be there, there before you close the door. Show you my ginger bee. ginger? Yeah. Okay. I, well, don't, I don't, don't question. If I say someone's, if I say a bird's ginger, she, she was a lovely, lovely lady. So when I was yeah. thirteen, I'll tell you what she wasn't though. From Carlisle. From Carlisle. Yeah. Oh whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going with that. <laughs> she wasn't a bellender. <laughs> so in the film charts, what was the number one in the films? A film I haven't seen. A film I can guarantee Daniel hasn't seen, but you probably have, Mark. Dance of With Wolves, directed yes. by Kevin Costner, Costner. starring Kevin, Kevin Costner. Yes, I have seen it. Well, it's fantastic. Actually, Sullivan, 
You're right, I haven't seen this. <laughs> uh, it, it's worth a watch, that. It's very, very, very I've good. I've seen the cover. Truelly. What kind of it's... dance is it? Tango. Well, um, just watch it. it. It's the one where um, he's uh, mates with Native Americans in yeah, kind that, of cowboy wolves, time. Isn't isn't it? It? That's the yeah. symbolism um, they're trying to get. To... Yeah, but, um, but yes, it's very good. Okay. Uh, number put, two. Does he put blankets on them and kill them off? <laughs> yeah, does, yeah, does he have your yeah, blankets covered in smallpox? Mm. Here, we've brought you presents. We're going <laughs> to take your country. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, number two, sequel to Three Men and a Baby. As if you'd not had enough of that, you could have <laughs> three men and a little lady where they went to some wedding in Scotland or something. I've not, I can't, I've not seen this and I can't consume it. Every time I just, uh, it gets me sick trigger. Did I hear a rumour about Steve Guttenberg coming back? Somewhere? Coming back from where? Well, Where's wherever he been? the hell's he been? I don't know. I haven't seen him in note. I was in, which you should check out. I don't know where it is, but I've seen it. Veronica Mars. He was in that. That's really good. Veronica I started Mars. watching Veronica Mars and I thought it would just okay. I, I really enjoyed no, it, it is, but it's there's all kinds of murder, rape, incest type. It's not. It's quite darker than you would suspect, and it's got Kristen Bell in it. So that's gets thumbs up from me. Number six, which is very interesting to see in the cinema charts, is Akira. Incredible. I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about this at the moment because just before lockdown, yes. they were showing Akira at the cinema. In 4K. But they put it as a 15 and it's been downgraded to a 12 and I wanted to take Riley because he loves anime and I want to take Riley and Ace to watch it and I couldn't because they were adamant it's a 15 and it's not anymore. So that was really annoying. Oh, I wanted to go watch it, but it was lim- it was very limited release. You mm. had a couple of days to catch it. Uh, but we've got quite a few cinemas around us, around the Leeds area, aren't So it was in Showcase, then it went off, then mm-hmm. it was in The View, or Cameron Fields, and yeah, then it was in Everyman. Like, I'm going to catch it, and then lockdown kicked in and we missed it. Yep. I've seen this a couple of times. I own it. Um, mm. But every time I watch it, I get about two-thirds of the way through, and I'm thinking, God, this is long. It is. It this does is feel really long. long. It does feel long. I don't think it is that long, though. And, I, and and if I'm sitting there in a film thinking, this is long, it's losing me. Every time I watch yeah. it, it's losing me about three quarters of the way through. I'm like, oh, God, it's never finished yet. And I, I get its place in history for what it did, but I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is. I think people like to think it's good. I'm not saying it's bad, but I think mm. people put it on a pedestal that it, Maybe as a as a piece of significance belongs on, but not as a as a. You might be right. It's a film to admire rather um, than enjoy. I yes. would like to see now that the technology exists to do it. What some really good director with a lot of money could do with it. Um, maybe. Yeah. Not necessarily live action, you know, CGI, 100% CGI maybe, but I'd like to see what someone good could do with that. Maybe someone, you know, like that Love, Death of Monsters on Netflix, some of those people that have created those little um, nuggets in there, could, mm. uh, could one of them could probably do a right job of it. 
if I compare it to some, uh, I watched Ghost in the Shell recently, which I'd never seen before. And I the anime that. are the the uh, anime. I haven't seen the anime. I've only seen the the. It's good. Uh, I film. I preferred that. I thought that was more thought provoking. Watched Princess Mononoke as well recently. Yeah, it's good. Isn't it? um, kids watched that um, when we were away last time. They said it was brilliant, but I, I was just nipping in and out at room, getting pissed, I think. Uh, but they really liked it, said it was good. And they watched Spirited Away as well, which they said was really, really good. I haven't watched that. I've, I've just watched Princess Mononoke recently and My Neighbor Totoro, but I haven't got any further than that. But yeah, they've just hit an age, them two, where they're obsessed with manga. Mm. So cool. What about games then, buddy? Yeah, so 9th of Feb, 89, CMVG issue 110 was on the shelves in Woolworths. I can't help now. Every time you say Woolworths, I always want to say Woolworths. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet released on the Amiga at this point was Speedball 2 on the Atari ST, scoring 95%. This deserves every percentage point of that and a little bit more. I think we've talked about this before, but Speedball, yeah, I always get mixed up with Cyberball. I don't That's know. The, uh, the, the short circuit looking robots, American football, American Speedballs, football. Um, like Rollerball, the film. Yes. It um, is. This two years after the original with the Robert Swan here in CMVG declaring it a totally brilliant sequel. On the Amiga, scoring 91% was Nah, Which is also really good. It's a conversion of the super ultra-violent Williams game. Yeah, where you just not... get out of your car and then just dismember people in yeah, like not... almost photorealistic type graphics. I, I was going to say it's not as pretty as the arcade one because the arcade one almost looked like that Mortal Kombat-y type of... Um, almost, mic, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. But really clean, yeah, yeah cool graphics. I found it quite boring. Or on the arcade, or it was quick to take your money. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's the job that it had. But I, I used to bounce. I'd, I'd, you'd, you'd have a couple of credits on arcade, and then, yeah, whatever. Was this um, game made um, in conjunction with the US government? Because I know they were big on stopping drugs and stuff at the back of that they time. They used to have FBI an warning. Yeah. Anti-drugs message to it. Mine time. it was awfully violent. <laughs> it was really it. violent, yeah. yeah. But, hey. uh, then, interestingly, they they reviewed on the Mega Drive Sky Shark, which mm. we also know as Flying Shark, the shoot them up from Tower Plan, and they give it 90%. Now, I've looked at these screenshots. It's not Flying Shark or Sky Shark, as it was known huh? in the East. It was actually Fire Shark, the sequel to Sky Shark. And I can only think that they've got the Japanese import. You've got no idea what it was actually called and assumed that it was Sky Shark. But it's definitely Fire Shark because that wasn't uh, Sky Shark. Never got a Mega Drive release. 90% they gave it. Uh, There's too many continues available, but that's a common problem in Mega Drive arcade games and even Truxton had infinite continues. I recommend this game very strongly to all shoot-em-up fans. You'll have a blast, said Matt Regan. Number one in the charts, Outrun. So the re-release. And they mention here... That shows yeah. how good that soundtrack is, doesn't it? That it's burned oh, in my brain. 
What's Outrun doing at the top of the charts? It's a big name. Because uh, it's 99 on kicks. Yeah, but a bit of a duff game. What's worse, there's only one full price game in the whole top 20, and only four or five of the rest are much cop. So much for progress, eh? No doubt the Turtles will be kicking butt when they hit the streets next month. So, yeah, it's just full of Codemasters games, Quattro Adventure, mm. Quattro Super Hits, Quattro Combat, uh, Run the Gauntlet on Hit Squad, which is your budget title, Paperboy on Encore, R Type on Hit Squad, Treasure Island Dizzy Codemasters, Yogi's Great Escape on High Tracksuit Manager, we've had that before, I'm yeah, sure. Tracksuit yeah. Manager. So, yeah. certainly you can see here what they're pushing towards. He likes his Speedball 2, he's not yet to get to the Amiga. Couple of uh, you've got your Mega Drive games, full on 16-bit, but clearly people were still spending the money on all your budget 8-bits. The transition had not been completed at this point, clearly. Mm. Arcade section, race driving, sequel to hard driving, scoring 93%. The game which keeps you piling in the cash until you're skint. Yes. That's according to Julian Rignall. And... Also covering, controversially, as I'm sure we'll all agree, Pip Fighter scoring 90%. You That's 9-0. Not 1-9, 9-0, which Julian Jazz Rignall... He got a under, didn't he? No, he'd just been to pub, probably. Pip Fighter, but it, I think he's just probably been uh, consumed by the graphical efficiency of Pip Fighter. And he says it's a thoroughly enjoyable beat-em-up which really packs a punch, grab a load of coins, and play at the first opportunity. No, no. don't do that. No, Try it once and then realise what a steaming pile of doobry doo doo it is. That's that, turd, isn't it? My friends, colleagues, fellow listeners, is Cultural Interlude. Quick, to the news desk. February the 10th, 1989, Miami Vice's 100th episode is seen on TV. Mm. Did you watch it as youngsters? I never watched yes. it. I didn't. Yeah. I did. Never, I, don't remember I it. didn't. I didn't. And also February the 10th, 1989, to gain deregulation, WWF admits pro wrestling is an exhibition and not a sport in a New Jersey court. <laughs> Quite right. It's not a sport. It's an exhibition. Interestingly, not sport. Just sporting thoughts. Interestingly, on the twenty second of February, Finnish Minister of Public Health installs a sex vacation to thwart stress. Yes. I don't know what that is, but if I was a good hand, I would yeah. love it. <laughs> in the sporting news, Mike Tyson knocks out Frank Bruno in five rounds for the heavyweight boxing title. Remember that bit of big thing, Frank Bruno and Mike Tyson. I do. That was the, that was the first time, wasn't it? He went up against him again, didn't he? Or did he yes. fight someone else? No, he went up against him again, and he just yeah. got his ass handed to him again. He had a glass chin, though, didn't he? He, um, he was actually he was better in his rematch, if I remember rightly. But stayed up all night to watch that. And one thing I have missed, and I've left it to last on purpose: February the 9th, Osamu Tezuka, Japanese manga artist, dies of cancer at age sixty. Name probably means nothing to you, but he was famous for Kimber the White Lion. Do you know Kimber the White Lion? No. Now, if you look it up, you tell me that's not the Lion King. And there's all sorts of theories about Disney stealing the Lion King from Kimber the White Lion. 
well, the name for a start, Kimber, is very close to Simba. And even the first picture I found was a lion stood at a rock ledge with a baboon at the side of him and a parrot and all the other animals. Now, like, that's just the Lion King. And apparently it's not the Lion King, but it's a very, very close approximation. But it was out well before. And it was serialized in a, a manga shonen magazine from November 1950 to 1954. Yeah, they ripped him off. He created Absolutely. Astro Boy. He did create Astro Boy. He did a lot, mm. did that man. Very important, I guess, for Japanese artistry history. So, final, final thoughts on Wagyan Land and Gents. Shit. Yes. Whoa. Yep, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. I wanted to like it, then I thought maybe I'm just being bad at it, so I tried no. harder, and I was still hating it. Um, well, it's... you know, my, you know, my, my notes that I take. Yeah. And I've got a likes and a dislikes column. It's very little of the likes. There's nothing, that much. Yeah. No likes. Um, I'll, I'll slag it off first, then, and then go on. Then pass it around. Tear it apart. Um, so you. Lured into a false sense of security with that nice looking map at the beginning, and you're thinking, Oh, this is going to be good. And then, as soon as that map is over, you're presented with big, horrible, chunky sprites reminiscent of not even a late Amstrad game. Something very, very, very early is the, the sprites, the backgrounds are so painfully basic. Then you come to play the game. And first thing you do, obviously, with it being Nintendo, is try and jump on something and you calculate. And so then you, um, you you die. And then the next thing you do is you shout that shouty thing at it. And then you realise that jumping on them still don't kill them. And then, so you carry on shouting your shouty things and you get to a springboard that you can't jump on. And realise, oh, now if I press down, it does like a thing and, and, and I'm all right. So then you die again and you go back and you think, I can probably use that down stomp on these enemies as well to kill them instead of just stunning them. No. Um, and um, whilst it's quite fluid and fast, there really is no redeeming quality to it whatsoever. And then you get to a boss fight and just a rub salt in wound. It won't let you fight them. You have to play them at fucking cards. Pile of shit. I liked that you played them at cards. It was somewhat different other than standard jump on the heads or, you know, it was it was just a nice change. End of level boss. Oh, what's coming? Oh, he wants me to um, play a memory card game. All right, okay, why not? Um, it's, you know, refreshing change. What a, The sprite was too big. Your character's sprite's too big. It takes up too much room on the screen. When you try to jump around, you jump high, he goes off the top of the screen, you can't see where he's coming. You come down on a on a baddie that kills you because you can't jump on the head. Mm. Stupid. Graphically, like I said, it's really simple. It reminded me of Packland, as Sol said earlier, and Packland was two years previous to it. And I know that was an arcade game and not a NES game, but even still, this is painfully simple. I mean, it's a kind of cute little thing, kind of cute little character. Um, so, I mean, let him have that, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, for me, this is randomizer backed up to his old tricks again. They're just yeah. uh, shoveling a big pile of crap into his face and laughing at us while we have to play it. Yeah, it, 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 on first appearances, it's utterly charming. And then it quickly reveals that it's the, about the depth of a puddle. Mm, shite. It, yeah, it, it's, and it's not particularly difficult. 
I think uh, you've got limited continues, which means you've got to get to know it. So, I mean, you, you ran out of continues, didn't you, Daniel? I think I did as yeah. well, but I weren't counting them. So I ran not, out of patients before I ran out of continues. <laughs> yeah, it's generous, but they're not unlimited. Uh, it's, there's just nothing to it. I, I thought, because you didn't get a number when it said continue, you, I thought it was a um, Vice Project Doom situation where I was getting continual continues. So I carried on playing it, and I wasn't particularly um, careful, so I died a fair bit. Then once I realised I'd run out of continues, it put me back at the start, I, I went, right, okay, fair enough, I'm not touching that ever again. Mm. Yeah, it, it's there's not enough to it at all. No. And when you get what I think is about two-thirds of the way through it, you get given, um, I think they called it a wagonizer as well, which is odd, or some, something like that. But rather than have a wah and a gah, you've got like a big sonic boom that you just fire across the screen. Yeah, I got to that, f- and that actually does kill them. It does. It kills them and knocks them off the screen. But then you've got nothing to stand on for the trickier jumps, so it becomes a really, really mm. difficult platform where you've got to be as precise as possible. And then I managed to get past a few levels there and I got my own. on that there's no switch in between you've if no. you've got that sonic if you've got that on then that's all you've got on so yeah. you can't and in fairness to the guy he does say are you sure you want this are you mm. sure and I thought what's he asking me for Castle? whatever it is because he doesn't say what it is it's like mm. yeah I'll have it yeah and then I realised that maybe it's not the best option and then you get a helicopter and then you can fly around the screens but then I ran out of continues at that point and I thought I've been playing this for probably four to five hours and then I can't do it anymore. No, it's crap. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm, so I'm nothing, there's there. nothing to take you back to it at all. So it's slap bang, just below average, maybe. I'm giving I, it a four. I'm giving it a four. I'm a three. Right. Well, that's that then. I was swiftly dealt with, wasn't it? Let's see where it sits. Hang on. Let's have a little nosy where that, where that. Eleven. In. So at 11, it sits it, dun, 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 lurking around on the same score as uh, on Yanko Town and Shadowgate. It's probably about right. Uh, I think it's better than them two, personally, but not much. If it were 12, it'd be a treasure master. Yeah, I guess. It's about, it's about as, as crap as that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want so what fact? Could... Oh, yes, I do. I do want you fun fact. Yeah. Right then. Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's fun fact. Guys, check your phones. You're going to like this. No, in fact, don't check your phones yet. I've sent you something on WhatsApp. Okay. Waggan, this game, Waggan Land, was not Waggan's first appearance. Mm. Exciting news, eh? Right, have a look at your phones. That was Waggan Land's first appearance. For those who are watching in black and white, Waggan was originally an electromechanical arcade game in Japan. Wow, look at that. Where he was a caged little... Um, lizard and the game has a megaphone attached to it by string in this particular instance and um, you'll see just above it it's called the emotional weapon voice cannon wagyan and what you do is from what i can gather 
and I can't find it anywhere. It's been really difficult to find this, but it's super interesting. I want to keep digging. You pick up the megaphone, you put your money, you pick up the megaphone, you shout at it. And if you shout loud enough, it comes apart in pieces, like it falls apart. <laughs> How cool is that? That makes the game make a lot more sense with the shouting and the wires yeah, and the guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a mechanical dinosaur as well. Yeah, that's why he looks, so, he looks so edgy and, and clunky. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was really, really interesting. And I that was, is. That's I more was... interesting than the game. <laughs> it is, actually, Wag- yeah. Wagyan, actually, he went on to be some kind of a, like almost an unofficial mascot for Namco. I can remember, I think, seeing him in a Namco game for the Mega Drive called uh, Marvel Land. So he, he made, and there was many more Wagyan Land games, but uh, hopefully they're better than this. Shite. Hopefully. So what could yeah. we have won? So, well, um, I haven't finished with my facts, guys. God, oh, sorry. Is it, is it that big? Come on. <laughs> let's, let's see more. Hear more. Um, oh, no, sorry. I had finished. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> cool, though, isn't it? Yeah, 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 very. Well, W games that we could have been mm. playing. We could have been playing Worm with a U, W-U-R-M which probably stands for something, Journey to the Centre of the Earth, which uh, is like a side-scrolling platformer, possibly a Metroidvania-type thing. Looks groovy. Looks graphically in keeping in, in line with Vice Project Doom that we covered last episode. You could have had Wario's Woods, which I think we've already said was the last ever NES release. Was it? Wrecking Crew, which is where you are Mario smashing stuff up on the old NES Classic. I think that is on the NES Online collection. And you could have had Wild Gunman, which is the Zapper game where you shoot cowboys. Probably most famously known for being in Back uh, to the Future. future. Ah, kids game. (laughs) I would have fancied that, but then wouldn't have had a gun, so would have rendered it pointless. (laughs) But... There you go. That's it. That's W, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there can't be a lot to choose from for the randomizer for the next letter, surely. No. Let's see what he comes up with then. Will it be a triple X selection? Nice. Excellent. I I, I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. Some might say ecstatic. What are you expecting? Something excellent. Let's see. Stupid idiots. Right, for X, this is gonna blow your mind. It's Xevious. I bet you thick gets think it starts with a Z. Stupid idiots. See ya. Don't wanna be ya because you stupid idiots. Idiots! Hey, that's pretty good. Xevious. You can't be Xevious. (laughs) (laughs) Right, cool. Well, let's see how that is then. So that's all for this episode of Pixel Hunt Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are very thankful. And if you've enjoyed it, tell us, tell your friends, leave us a review wherever you listen to it. That would help us. I know it sounds a bit trite, but it will help us. It will get us in the ear holes of many more listeners who can also not listen. If you want to reach out to us, you can grab us on Twitter or Instagram at Pixel Hunt Pod. Watch us play stuff over on Twitch as Pixel Hunt Pod. See some shit about us and listen over on pixelhuntpodcast.com. Or drop us an email at howdo at pixelhuntpodcast.com. Or 
drop into the Discord or something. If you click on the link in, in any of our social medias, it's got links to our Twitter, Instagram. It's got all these links in a, in a nice, lovely link tree. But until next time, keep on keeping on. We're Pixel Hunt Podcast. Playing the games so you don't have to. Tchau.